welcome to the Spirit Blast Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to get right into it. So you saw the title, it's Your Sorrows Will Flee Away. That is a statement. It's not a guess. And I have to tell you exactly how that came about. It's so amazing. So I had a dream yesterday. And in the dream, I'm in a place called the Gospel Fellowship Church. And for time's sake, just know that that for me, when I dream that, is a heavenly place. So I heard this band singing a particular song. It's called With Joy by Dunson Oyakon, who's an um, worship leader over in Nigeria. And I had heard this band playing the intro of that song that I listen to all the time. Uh, so the song starts off, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and let the king of glory come in. And then it says, the king is here, no need to fear. In a moment, all sorrows are gone. Now, I know this song very well, and I know that the next line is, the king is here, no need to fret. In a moment, all sicknesses are gone. But in the dream, I was drawn to why the band keeps playing just the first part, which is the king is here, no need to fear. In a moment, all sorrows are gone. And it's like I was waiting for them to say that, but they never did. And I realized when I woke up that that was intentional. And so throughout the day, there are certain scriptures I was reading about joy and sorrow. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You know, I don't know what this is going to come of. You know, uh, maybe this is just for me, which a lot of times dreams can be. Uh, But then in church today, we're talking about the spirit of heaviness. um, And I was thinking about the dream I had just yesterday, the entire time. And I began to sense that it was sorrow that was present. And so then on the ride home, I knew for sure that this is what I was supposed to talk about next. It's amazing how words flow when it's time to flow. So at any other time other than now, I probably wouldn't have been able to put this together. Just a general thing to point out about the dream. So it was a rehearsal, it sounded like, when the band was playing. And a rehearsal is practice for later public performance. And so dealing with sorrow was the assignment. And what I heard and what they were doing then is going to be seen by us at a later time, which I think is now. And I can't make this stuff up. I'm not that clever, okay? Psalm 24, 7 says, lift up your heads, you gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. I want you to see this as every part of you, mind, soul, and spirit, and everything that's connected to you. Even those things that are connected to your past, present, and future. As you open yourself up and look to him with expectation, you're preparing the way so that the king of glory can come. And he comes in many ways. So I want you to prepare to experience healing and freedom from sorrow in the near future if you're listening to this. I just believe he is going to sweep in powerfully as you surrender to him. Remember this, the most powerful person in any room, any place, any circumstance is the one that is waiting on the Lord. 
So what is sorrow? It's a feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. I'd say there's many common stressors we're all dealing with right now. We're all living through a pandemic. I'd say sorrow or a form of sorrow has gripped us all at some point. I mean, you can look around with the wars, inflation, shortages, COVID, long customer service hold times. Sorry, I had to throw that one in there. And I know I probably don't have to tell you this, but death, fear, fatigue, and limited resources are major causes of sorrow. So persistent sorrow leads to depression. And I personally have never been clinically depressed, but I've been depression-ish. Has anyone else been there? So if you're in that place, don't be ashamed. Sorrow's not a sin. Uh, Our natural inclination is to run and hide from God and people. The spiritual inclination to be to run to him. I've really been wrestling with this whole concept myself. When you mess up, run to him. So King David was a good example of this. Do you remember when he sinned? Well, he had sinned more than once, like you and I, but his sin counting the people, and this is in 2 Samuel 24, God gave him three choices. It was either seven years of famine, three months of enemy pursuit, or three days of a plague. And David said in verse 14, which needs to be us, he says, I am in great distress. Let us now fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great. But do not let me fall into human hands. So again, your sorrow is not a sin. And it's always better to seek him and let him deal with you. Okay, now for some good news. Now, if there is a spirit of fear or heaviness that has been bugging you, it's terrified right now that you're even listening to this because something's happening, even if you don't feel anything. Psalms 45 and 7 is talking about Jesus. It says, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of joy above your companions. The Passion Translation says he has anointed you more than any other with his oil of fervent joy. So some things can only come from him. We can numb ourselves. We can try to relieve ourselves with other methods. But in the end, it's only he that has the power to lift you, to fill you with peace, to fill you with joy. And just as a side note, no one can inject you with the peace of God. And sorrow can't lift by a medicine. Now, it can try to imitate and do it temporarily, but its power is limited. It's not sustained. You have to keep taking more in order to reach the effect again. Now, you guys know what I do for a living. Yes, there are physical, practical things we can do that are beneficial to our health. But this is not a podcast about natural things, so I don't have to focus there. There are other podcasts for that. So Jesus has more joy than anyone. And he lives in you. That means you have access to more joy than anyone. And let me just tell you 
by the way, how good he is. So if you're experiencing sorrow, did you know that you have something special that has been set aside waiting to be imparted to you? Did you know that? Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. See that? But then verse 3 says, To grant those who mourn in Zion. So there's a different designation there. You and I are in Zion. What is Zion? It's that heavenly realm where we're seated. We're there even though we're here. And there's three things that are available to us when we are in mourning. Number one is a garland. Also known as that jeweled crown that's fit for you and I as a child of God, as kings and priests in the earth. Number two would be the oil of gladness instead of mourning. And the third would be the mantle of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Now, if you're reading along, what does it say that it's ultimately going to do? Bring him glory. So that's the good news. Your sorrow is going to bring him glory. It's going to become a testimony, not because of the sorrow itself, but what he will exchange that sorrow for, how he's going to show himself mighty on your behalf. So here is the anchor scripture. Isaiah 35 and 10 says, And the redeemed of the Lord will return and come to Zion with joyful shouting. An everlasting joy will be on their heads. They will obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. I just love this. You need to just speak that over yourself. Post it on your refrigerator or something. Do you see the exchange there? How, yeah, sorrow and sighing was there, but it got dethroned and joy was put there. That word joy means to flourish within with inner triumph supplied by the Lord. It's a mood-oriented term based on inner awareness of the Lord's victory. So that's my prayer for you, that you become increasingly aware of the Lord's victory and that you begin to see it in every area of your life. So Lord, I just thank you that you see us and that you know us and that you know the root of every distress we experience. I thank you that the spirit of heaviness cannot linger where you are. It can't stay. It has to leave. And I thank you for joy being poured afresh on every one of us. Because that's what you do, Lord. You don't leave us there in sorrow. I thank you that. It's going to bring you glory, that it's unto something, even if we don't quite know what that something is. And I just pray for strength and for peace for everyone listening right now. I thank you that you are a God who's near 
and not far. You're near to the brokenhearted. And I thank you for the testimonies coming out of this. I thank you that no man will be able to take credit for what you've done. Thank you for laying this on my heart and the way you've set this up because I couldn't have done this myself. So I thank you for sorrow lifting off of people right now. Some it's their mind. Some of it, it's actually their body where there's a physical heaviness in their body. I thank you that that also lifts now in the name of Jesus. Your power is greater than every other power. And I thank you that we have your mind and it's a sound mind, a sound mind, not a distressed mind. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy in the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, would you increase your presence then if that's what it looks like? And I just speak life over everyone who's listening right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So this last scripture I'll read, and I just thank you so much for listening. Um, Jeremiah 31, uh, verse 13 through 14 says, For I will turn their mourning into joy and comfort them and give them joy for their sorrow. I will refresh the soul of the priest with abundance and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. And what else do I have to say after that? I mean, that's a mic drop moment. So I'll just do that. Thank you for listening. See you guys next time.